Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. In this episode, I'm changing things up a bit and recommending a great board game for couples, a game simply called Parks. Parks was published in 2019 by Keymaster Games after a very successful Kickstarter campaign. I was familiar with Keymaster from their game Space Park, which I recommended as a great family game in episode 2 of this podcast. I knew Keymaster made quality games, and when I saw that their new game was about the U.S. National Parks, I backed it right away. I've been a fan of the U.S. National Parks since 2013, when my kids and I traveled west on what we called the Animal Vegetable Mineral Tour. We saw the largest of each. We went whale watching off the coast of San Francisco. We saw redwoods and sequoias in California. And we visited the Grand Canyon in Arizona. We visited three national parks during that trip, Grand Canyon, Kings Canyon, and Sequoia, and each of them provided amazing sights and experiences. I've since visited a total of 16 of the 62 U.S. national parks, the most recent being White Sands National Park in New Mexico. Standing on top of that white sand and looking out at a beautiful sea of dunes stretching for miles, then sledding down those sand dunes with my kids, White Sands might just be the coolest place I've ever visited. The board game Parks, designed by Henry Audubon, does a great job of capturing the beauty and wonder of the U.S. national parks. It is the prettiest game I own, with stunning artwork from the 59 Parks print series. This is a collection of artists creating beautiful posters representing all of the national parks. When they started the project, there were just 59 parks, but three have been added since then, Gateway Arch, Indiana Dunes, and White Sands. The game Parks was originally going to be called 59 Parks, but when those new parks were designated during the design process, Keymaster wisely decided to call their game just Parks. Parks comes with a deck of oversized cards, each one featuring an illustration from the 59 Parks collection, along with a bit of information about the national park featured on the card. In the game, you take on the role of hikers, exploring the great outdoors and visiting as many national parks as you can. Each park card is worth between two and five points, and visiting the park, that is, claiming the card, requires a different set of resources. Trees and mountains, sunshine and water. This is one way the game is thematic. Sequoia National Park requires four trees, for example. Mount Rainier takes three mountains, and Grand Canyon will cost you two mountains, one sunshine, and three waters. The resources needed for a park say a little something about the natural beauty you'll find there. The four resources are represented by these friendly little wooden tokens, and you earn them by moving your two hikers down a trail, visiting forests and mountains and valleys and oceans. You can only move forward along the trail, never backward, and you can't move your hiker to a spot where there's another hiker, not unless you're willing to use your campfire to share the location. There are only three parks cards visible at any time, and only a couple of locations on the trail where you can claim a park, so you have to plan your hiker's moves carefully to get the resources you need to visit the parks you want. The game is played over four seasons, that is, rounds, and each season adds a new location to the trail. Most of the trail locations provide those four basic resources, but some of the locations have other effects. There's the vista, where you can take photos for extra points. 
there's a spot where you can trade a resource token in for a wildlife token. Those are wild naturally, and can be used for any resource. And then there's the river, where you can spend a water to copy the action of any other occupied location. There are no bad locations along the trail. You always get something useful, no matter where you stop. And you can't really take anything away from other players. The most you can do is claim a park card before they do. All of this makes for a game that feels a bit like exploring a national park. There are some things to figure out, like what to see when you go hiking, but you can't really go wrong. Some hikers will just see more sights than others, if they're clever and a little bit lucky. And that's why I'm recommending parks as a great game for couples. It's relaxing, engaging, and not too competitive. The game is always a little bit different, since the order of the locations on the trail change every time you play, but not too different that you can't slide right back into the game and start playing. Oh, and it is a beautiful game. For more on that, let's hear from my favorite parks player, my wife Emily, for some color commentary. Emily, this is Parks. We've played this many times. Yes, I love Parks. Um, tell me about the, the aesthetics here of Parks. What do you see? I really enjoy this game's aesthetics because it reminds me of those um, 70s t-shirts that you might find in a gift shop once upon a time but maybe it ends up at Goodwill and yeah. it's really awesome because <laughs> it's all you know screen printed and graphic designed well and the colors are very carefully chosen it's not necessarily any particular color scheme but it's the colors of nature and they're very vibrant and also hazy if that makes sense um, I think that each little game piece is very particular about which color it turns up and it really makes you feel like if you just focus on that one piece for a minute it makes you feel like you could be there which funny enough we, you and I, yeah. have looked at a card and said, we should go there. <laughs> that was pretty great. That was pretty great. Yeah, so I feel like this is almost as and, good as and, traveling. And, and in fact, we did go there. Yes. Right? Right. We, uh, we were playing, and we saw Cuyahoga Valley National Park show up with mm -hmm. a card. And we didn't realize there was a national park that close to us that we had not seen yet. And we decided that night <laughs> that we would go and spend the weekend there. And we booked the Airbnb that evening. And we had a great time. It was fantastic. <laughs> so now, every time we play the game, it's almost like we're planning our next vacation with every card that comes out. <laughs> so it's really exciting. And we reminisce about the places that we have been and... Um, it's really nice to be able to just zero in on one of the cards and just imagine that you're there because unlike those screen printed t-shirts, this is a little more artistic. It's not, you know, super simplified like a graphic t-shirt would be, but it's also um, stylized. So I really enjoy it. Why would you say this is a good game for couples to play? Um, it doesn't take long, and there's a little bit of fun competition. Mm -hmm. 
It's a great two-person game, although you can play it with more, however it takes forever. Or maybe that's just when we play with my cousin Nathan, I don't know. <laughs> but it also allows for, you know, imaginative conversation, and um, that's always fun. And reminiscing. Is there anything else you want to say about parts? I really, really like the little token pieces. Yes. Um, I think one reason why it reminds me of the 70s is because of the wooden pieces that are stained. They're not just painted mm -hmm. or plastic, so they actually look, you can still see the little wood grain in it. Um, you know, that whole aesthetic plays well with the cards. And I don't know, I would like wear that mountain for a necklace or something, so <laughs> it's really cute. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, we planned a trip to Cuyahoga Falls National Park in Ohio because we saw a beautiful illustration of a waterfall in the board game parks. See the show notes for some photos from our trip, including a side-by-side -side comparison of that parks card and its real-life counterpart. There's more I could say about parks, but this episode of the podcast features not one, but two special guests. You may remember from my episode on Space Park that I know one of the guys who works at Keymaster Games. His name is Matt Aiken. He's Keymaster's President of Finance and Operations, and he lives right here in Franklin, Tennessee. I called Matt up to ask him a few questions about the origin of the game parks, why he thinks it's a great game for couples, and some of the stories he's heard about people playing parks in the great outdoors. Matt Aiken, thanks for being on my podcast. Pleasure. I have I have five questions for you okay. about parks. Question one: uh, Keymaster has some really great games, uh, but parks seems to be something special in your in your game library. How did this game come to exist? Yeah, yeah, it is definitely special, um, and it is by and far our biggest game. Not not even close. Um, so this actually came from a. Um, we really, really liked this project, 59 Parks print series. They were making these awesome illustrations. Um, an artist we worked with before, Josh Emmerich, um, was in contact with them, told us to check them out. And we decided to reach out and just say, hey, would you guys ever be willing to make a game? And meanwhile, they had played some of our games, namely Campy Creatures. Uh, again, Josh Emmerich being the artist, the connection point there. And they were big fans and said, absolutely, what would that look like? And um, so we, we really stumbled into this relationship, really the first time that we were using somebody else's intellectual property, right? They, they had made these posters, they're posters. They're, it's not intended for a board game. Um, and so the first time we were licensing art and working through that, um, but it was really just in mutual ad, admir, uh, admiration for each other um, that we decided to, to make a game. So then we made Parks and it's been special, like you said. I was thinking about like the parks box itself and when you lift the lid, everything fits in so so snugly and tightly. It's just a, it's just a beautifully designed insert. But I, I figure the game is a bit like that too, right? Like like maybe there were some parts that didn't make it in the final in the final uh, version. Were there any elements along the way in the design process that you were like, oh man, I wish I wish that had worked or I wish we could have included that? Um, I, actually, no, no, I, I am very pleased with what we put in the game, both from a quality uh, uh, standpoint and, and also from a, from account standpoint. So 
one of the things about all of Keymaster games that, that we're really just now starting to understand is um, we like nice bits and so do consumers. Consumers love things to fiddle with while they play board games. Um, well, Parks is so special because we've got these little wooden wildlife pieces. And if you go on Instagram and, and you go look at people, all they do is make little scenes with the trees and the mountains and, and, and the wildlife. They just, and everyone's got a favorite wildlife and everyone's trying to get a hold of that. And, and you know, that, the fact that we're putting 12 unique wildlife in the game, right? Each one requires a specific cut. So you're just increasing your unit cost, um, how much it costs to make the game. Um, but I'm so proud of that, right? Like the, it's the small things like that, putting enough, yeah. um, you know, wood tokens in there for it to be balanced so that everybody has access, but also not too many in case someone tries to hoard it. I, right now, I, I say we put everything into the game that we could possibly yeah. think of. The biggest complaint we get is that people don't, there's not all 62 national parks in the base game. Right. And that's something, yeah. one, we fixed in, in Nightfall, right? So Nightfall's coming out. Um, right. in, that's the expansion. In, that's right. The expansion's coming out in November. It'll have the remaining national parks in there, but putting yes, including Grand Teton National Park. Yeah, which Kim is my Smith favorite. did a great job on that. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that people say to me, like, why didn't you put those in? And I say, well, well, because you didn't need them. Um, yeah. And if you need them, you can buy the expansion. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. art wasn't done yet either, so that's also <laughs> consideration. That's, that's also important. Yeah. One of the things I like about parks is that you can play up to five players, mm -hmm. which is nice. Um, but I'm. I'm recommending it on this episode as a good game for couples. Yep. Why do you think Parks is a is great for couples to play? Yeah. People come to Parks one to tell stories, to to share memories, to experience a casual um, board game. Because while it is competitive, it is totally you approach it casually. It just, it's just something to enjoy. But in a three, four, five player game. There's some cutthroat. There's some there's some um, tension around. Well, I can't do everything I want. But in a two-player game, you normally can do most things you want, and and therefore there's not a lot of tension. There's not a lot of competition. You can joke at each other like, oh, you're gonna go there if I go here. But if I, you know, you do that back and forth conversation, um, and and it it almost amplifies the casualness. Um, it's a perfect couple game because at night, right? You're like, hey, let's let's play parks. That seems yeah. seems chill. Emily and I play it. It's kids are in bed and we're not completely exhausted. And so we don't want something too competitive or cutthroat or, or too complicated, but we want something fun and relaxing. And long enough, right? I mean, I know you love Space Park, but a two-player <laughs> right. game of Space Park, if you've played a lot, is like 12 to 15 minutes. It's right. fast. Yeah. It's yeah. super fast. Parks yeah. still, for fast players, is a 40-minute game. I imagine people have shared with you some unusual places they have played parks or maybe brought components from parks. What is one unusual place that comes to mind that you've heard about? You know, I, I just love seeing it in the desert. Uh, it's, it's not so much like an unusual place, right? I, I, I think we knew, so we made this box to be eight and a half by eight and a half inches. We made it as small as we possibly can in hopes that you could fit it in a, in a normal backpack. We knew people were gonna take it in the national parks, right? But I just love seeing the pictures of people like in a tent with a makeshift table. And, and Parks is a bit of a table hog. And, but you just see the pictures and then, you know, there's, there's a, one of the arches um, 
in Archer's National Park, right? Or, uh, you know, like, hey, there's the Grand Canyon right over there. Here's the Grand Canyon card. Um, so watching people go and, and take those cards, take those pictures of like, hey, this is the vista that I think this illustration is, is illustrated from is super cool. Uh, and then we've seen them in Europe too. I mean, we got a lot of European backers of the Kickstarter and, and buyers over there, customers. And, um, you know, people are like in the Alps playing like they're sitting in like a cool chalet uh, playing parks. I'm like, that's awesome. That's <laughs> yes, super it is. Cool. Yes, it is. So last question. Uh, this is a personal question. What's what's your favorite national park? Mm. Yeah, I uh, grew up um, or I guess I learned how to backpack. I didn't grow up. I learned how to backpack in Knoxville, Tennessee at the University of Tennessee. Sophomore year specifically spent, I don't know, 12 to 15 weekends backpacking. Uh, with a close friend. So, I mean, the Smokies is just special to me. Um, spent the most time there, backpacked there. It, there's tons of other stories, tons of other great national parks I've been to, but that's the one that probably is most impactful to me um, yeah. in experiencing yeah. the national parks. Well, thank you very much, Matt. This has been great. Thanks for coming on the podcast. It, and it was my pleasure. A little, a little bit about parks. It was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me and thanks uh, for talking about parks. Thanks, Matt, for sharing some stories about parks. If you, dear listener, have a story about how parks or some other board game has inspired you to get outside and explore, I would love to hear about it. Or if you have other recommendations for games for couples. I'll have one more recommendation for you in our next episode. That's it for this episode of the First Player Token Podcast see the show notes for a link to my website where you can find past episodes, see photos of parks, and find me on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have a minute, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. I've been your host, Derek Breff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games. <laughs>